Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 5. Antonia. Chris was the first to speak. He's the mountain man. The man smiled. Then he said in a soft, musical voice, Are you sure about that? But, but, Chris stuttered, You're a woman, Dee Dee blurted. I sure am, the woman answered. But, are you Tony? Chris asked. Antonia, she answered. My friends and family call me Tony. But how can you be a mountain man? Maria asked. You're a woman. You can call me a mountaineer if you like, she said. Actually, you could even call me teacher. But why don't you just call me Tony? Why teacher? Are you a school teacher? Maria asked. Yes, I'm a high school biology teacher. Again, the shoebox kid stared. Hey, Jake piped up. You all look like goldfish, standing there with your mouths hanging wide open. Come on, Tony. Here's a marshmallow stick. A while later, Willie was roasting a marshmallow next to Tony. If you're a biology teacher, do you know about rattlesnakes? I sure do, she replied. I do research on them every summer. Chris leaned toward Willie. Do you ever see any real bears? Certainly, Tony answered. I saw one this morning about a mile upstream. He was a little black bear having a blackberry picnic. Are you sure that wasn't just Bonzo? Dee Dee chimed in, grinning. Tony laughed softly. Bonzo was behind me, investigating a gopher hole. Fortunately, he seems to know he shouldn't bother bears. He leaves them entirely alone. How did Bonzo become your dog? Maria asked. Mr. Jake found him. Oh, he's not entirely my dog, Tony replied. You see, in the summer, Jake is busy with river trips. When it's not summer, I'm in the city teaching school. So we share him. He walks with me in the summer and stays with Jake during his off-season. Bonzo seems to enjoy the arrangement. As if to prove her words, Bonzo came over and laid his head in her lap. You asked about rattlers, Tony said, turning back to Willie. What did you want to know? Do rattlesnakes really live here in the woods? Don't they just live in the deserts? There are rattlesnakes all over these woods. This river wasn't named for the porcupines living here, now was it? And speaking of porcupines, Tony added, it looks like another family of porcupines has moved into this area. So you'd better watch your gear tonight, especially shoes with leather. A few years ago, I accidentally left my saddle on the ground near my cabin overnight, and porcupines ate all the leather off it. Wow, Willie exclaimed. I didn't know they'd do that. Will you tell us some more about rattlesnakes? Sammy asked. Yes, please, Maria added, feeling a tingle run through her body. Will they come after us? Tony and Jake both chuckled. Not on your life, Jake answered. Them critters would take one look at you all and skedaddle off into the bushes. They're plumb nervous about being around people. Feeling better, the shoebox kids laughed with Tony and Jake. Then Tony held up her hand to get their attention. One thing to remember, though, she said when everyone was quiet, Snakes may not come after you, but you do need to treat them with respect. Do you know what that means? Yeah, Willie spoke up. It means we need to be good to them. Almost right. There's another definition that says to refrain from interfering with. In other words, don't bother them. If you see one a few feet away, just quietly, slowly walk away. But what if it's closer than that, Chris asked. Then freeze and let it quietly, slowly move away. What rattlers do you have up here? Mr. Teller asked. Only the Northern Pacific Rattlesnake, Tony answered, smiling. That sounds more like the name of a railroad, doesn't it? How big do they get? Dee Dee asked. About as long as I am. Are you sure they won't come after us? Jenny glanced quickly over her shoulder. What if they're hungry? 
If they were hungry, Jake said, they'd look for a mouse or a squirrel. Or a rabbit, Tony added, or even a frog, but mostly squirrels. These snakes hibernate 210 days a year, so they need to eat a lot when they're awake. Suddenly, Sammy jumped. Uh, a snake, he cried, pointing behind the log he was sitting on. There's a snake! I heard it! It went sss. Jake looked around the circle and grinned. We got us a pesky critter, all right. Bonzo, go get him! Bonzo bounded around the log and pounced on something in the shadows. The kids watched wide-eyed as Bonzo tugged on something big. Then they heard a giggle and a yelp. The kids burst out laughing as Bonzo pulled Chris around the end of the log by his pant leg. Maria didn't join in the laughter. Sure, everybody laughs at you, Chris, she thought. Everybody thinks you're so funny. Well, they don't have to live with you. They don't know how you lie. She ran over and pulled Chris to his feet. How could you be so mean? You keep scaring people. I was only having some fun, Chris replied. It's no big deal. It is a big deal, Maria yelled. You are mean, and I hate you. A tremble started way down inside her. She felt tears running down her cheeks. You scare people, then you laugh at them. You're awful. By this time, Maria knew she should stop, but it was like trying to stop a waterfall. Words just kept coming. She could see the others sitting very still, all with amazed looks on their faces. I hate brothers, she sobbed. They cause trouble. They lie to your parents. They... Whoa, Chris stopped her. I may be thoughtless sometimes, but I don't lie. No way. Yes, you did. You know you did. You lied to Dad about me. What? Chris looked shocked. What are you talking about? I hate you. I hate you. I hate you, was all that Maria could say. Mrs. Shue stepped up and slipped her arm around Maria. Come, Maria, she said. Let's go to my tent. You can tell me all about it. For a moment, Maria leaned against Mrs. Shue, her body shaking as she cried. Suddenly, she turned and ran to her own tent. She pulled off her shoes and scrambled into her sleeping bag, way down to the bottom of it. She sobbed as she clung to her pillow. Why do I have to have a brother like Chris? Why, God, why? He lied. I know he did. He just likes to be mean to people. He's even writing notes and telling all my friends untrue things about me. Sometime later, she heard Dee Dee and Jenny coming to bed. Maria, Dee Dee said softly, are you awake? Do you want to talk? Maria listened to the concern in her friend's voice. I need to tell somebody. I'd like to, but who can I tell? Dee Dee spoke softly again. Chris says he doesn't know what you're talking about. He says he doesn't lie. Oh, yes, he does, Maria blurted, her voice muffled by the sleeping bag. When? Dee Dee asked as Jenny zipped the tent flap shut. Just before we left home. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure, and I don't want to talk about it. Good night, Maria added in a louder than necessary voice. The story you have heard today is a chapter of the Shoebox Kids, Book 11, Rattlesnake River Adventure, written by Sandy Zog, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.